Welcome to the Art of Coaching Podcast, a show aimed at getting to the core of what it takes to change attitudes, behaviors, and outcomes in the weight room, boardroom, classroom, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Brett Bartholomew. I'm a performance coach, keynote speaker, and the author of the book, Conscious Coaching. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student interested in all aspects of human behavior and communication. I want to thank you for joining me. And now let's dive into today's episode. What is going on, everybody? Getting locked and loaded for another episode here. Wanted to do a combination of things today. This is actually going to be one of the first, quote unquote, uh, shows or lives that I've done that is going to be simulcast into a podcast, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, what have you. At the time of this recording, we are now at almost like peak frenzy for coronavirus. And it's interesting because you're hearing about all these closures. I'm talking to a good friend of mine the other day, Ali Kirshner at Stanford. They've had all the students go home, several other universities having students go home, wherever you guys are. And by the way, I hope you're safe. I hope your family is safe. Um, You know, it's funny. The news doesn't do anybody any favors when you hear about these things. The news always gets people so up in arms about everything that's going on. And then the tricky thing is, if you just started watching, we're talking about or listening, we're talking about the pandemic with the coronavirus. The tricky thing is, is, as deadly as this virus can be. The reality is that most people don't realize you are living every day with a different kind of virus, like legitimately a different kind of virus. Now, it may not be the flu, it may not be the cold, but 99% of people live with this virus and it's called inattentional blindness. They don't know their blind spots. That could mean they're in a toxic relationship. That could mean they're in a toxic job. That could mean they're in a toxic cycle with their own self-doubt. That could mean anything. And Despite all the other things that will continue to come up through human history, that is always the biggest virus you have to worry about, right? Like these blind spots that we have because people get into routines, they get into patterns, they start finding a way they like to learn, they fight, they start finding a way they like to train, they start finding certain places they like to travel to, certain books they like to read, and they no longer diversify. And so, you know, if you haven't followed me for a while or you're just listening or it's the first time you've jumped on uh, an Instagram live or Facebook live because I'm simulcasting this, you know, my father was in the financial sector and he grew up, he didn't really have a dad. His dad died at 12. So my dad had to learn everything he could about finance to keep his family from being dirt poor. And one of the things he taught us is, you know, the stock market or the financial markets, and this is the same no matter where you guys are at in the world, at any point in time is a, is a snapshot of the psychology of the world. And that's true. We turn on the financial markets this morning and you hear collapse, collapse. We've lost this much money. Everybody's lost that much money. And then people don't realize that, you know, this stuff will go away. Like the coronavirus will go away. The next virus will come and go away. All these things will go. What doesn't go away is your own blind spot is your own hubris, is your own uh, lack of ability to get out of your comfort zone and challenge yourself. And that's shown in this way, right? So right now, everybody's freaking out about the market. But then they talk about what stocks are doing well, things like Netflix and things like Johnson & Johnson or people that sell toilet paper. You know why? Because people are staying inside. 
So they think laterally and there's always something, there's always an option that's successful, whether that's something you're investing in. Uh, if an athlete can't do a certain exercise, there's always a progression or regression. Yet with coaches and leaders, they continually get stuck in their own funnel. They think this isn't working, so it's the other person's fault. This isn't working, so it's the situation's fault. And I see it all the time. The com- most common question I get, whether it's through Facebook Live, Instagram Live, the podcast, uh, our private Facebook groups is, hey, why can't I get buy-in? And I say it again and again. One, what makes you think you're entitled to that? Because if buy-in is trust plus commitment, what makes you think you're entitled to buy-in? Why should people listen to you? Because you look strong, because you have a successful business, because you work for a big team or a big organization, because you have a name they recognize? No, buy-in isn't passively received, it's earned. But most people have no idea. And you also have to understand it doesn't happen on your time. Certain things change with time. Like I said, this coronavirus will go away. That will happen with time. Certain other things go away and come to you in time. Buy-in takes time, just like anything else in life. You can't rush it. You can learn all the right things to say. You know, it's funny. We have this comment uh, or this dialogue at uh, an apprenticeship that I did in Winnipeg. You know, it's a two-day course, and it's all about how to communicate more effectively. We do a lot of improv, which, by the way, improv isn't improv comedy. It's like constraints. So, for example, improv could be, hey, you have to teach seven different people this exercise. Say it's a clean or a snatch. Oh, and by the way, they're from seven different generations. So one's a baby boomer, might be a little bit older in their 50s and 60s. One's a millennial, one's Gen Y. You have to craft your message in different ways of these people. So that's what I mean by improv constraints. But anyway, we're on day two and somebody's like, yo, do you have a sheet of paper so this can help us bring everything together? And I said, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you have your archetypes in your book, Conscious Coaching. You have your influence tactics that you talk about and bought in. You have impression management tactics that you talk about and valued. And then you have this stuff we learn here. Like, can you give me a piece of paper that puts all this together? Then here's the thing, guys. Just like when you look at a virus, right? Like viruses eventually become resistant to certain forms of cleaners or vaccines or other kinds of things. That's why viruses continue to evolve. Well, the virus most coaches have is the one where they expect to be able to have a sheet of paper that tells them how to deal with every scenario. Like the reason we created the apprenticeship, this workshop that helps people deal with social scenarios and become better at interacting is because all those tools haven't worked. Like right now there's over 4 million books, leadership books in print, over 4 million. God knows how many courses, there's whole universities to it. Have, are, is this world filled with great communicators? No. So the trick is you can give people sheets. You can say, hey, here's all the tactics. How to get buy-in in five minutes. How to get this in three minutes. Five simple ways to do this. But that's not the answer because you're gonna be met with a circumstance that maybe you weren't accustomed to yet. You might deal with somebody in a different country and now all those rules have changed. You might deal with somebody a uh, different age and now all those rules have changed. You might deal with somebody with a different socioeconomic background and now those rules have changed. It goes into things that are complex and complicated. Economies, financial markets, complex. Viruses, literal bi- viruses, complex. They're ever-changing, ever-adapting, right? There's o- they're always kind of finding more insidious ways to shift and grow, Well, human relationships are complex. You will never and there will never in the history of man be one way or one tool that teaches you how to communicate with people 
in every circumstance. That's on you. Like you just have to adapt. So how do you adapt? Well, that's what our workshops are for. They make you a more adaptable communicator because you don't coach Nate Thompson the same way that you coach Kyle Rudolph, the same way that, whoop, this way, that you coach uh, Pat Chung. Every person's different. And you can't do that off of a sheet of paper. And think about, so where did that virus start? Where did this virus of our entitlement, our belief that, you know, we should just be able to get buy-in and people should just listen to us. What started in really like school and through our upbringing, but in school, you're given the answers in the back of the math book. You're given study sheets. You're given workbooks. The answers are here. But in life, the answers aren't here. Like you can't just pick up a piece of paper and it helps you through life. Of course, there's things that can guide you and you can get perspective, but there's no just like cheat sheet to life. Yet people want one for coaching. Nah. So I don't know who's all listening, who's all watching, whether you've been in your field 20 years, 13 years, one year, whatever. But what I'm telling you is if you expect to be able to get one tool, one course, one book, one thing that is going to help you out of these situations like this vaccine, a metaphorical or a euphemism type like vaccine, your expectations are in the wrong place. The answer is you. You got to be put in these situations. Nobody's dealt with something like coronavirus for a very long time. Although, listen, we've had a lot of these. We've had the plague. We've had the swine flu. We've had all kinds of things. And there'll be more of them. But nobody knows how to deal with them until you've already dealt with them. That's why they say, and listen closely, experience isn't something you get until just after you needed it. Right? So that's why you just got to dive in. You have to quit looking for the perfect scenario. You have to diversify. We got asked an awesome question on email the other day that says, hey, Brett, do you think coaches would benefit from going to other conferences, whether it's sales seminars or uh, psychology seminars or even just being around a different crowd? Well, no doubt. But here's the thing. If I tell you that you need to diversify your social network and that you need to get in different situations and all that, some people won't listen. It's not, it doesn't matter about the message. It's the messenger. But if uh, like a New York Times bestselling author writes a book that tells you to diversify that and you'll expand your range, well, a lot more people will listen because that, that may not be intimidating to them, right? If, if you're in the financial services industry and you give other people advice, well, sometimes the expert's out of town. And that's why I've learned there's certain things I can tell coaches and no matter what, there's certain coaches that won't listen because they don't want to hear it from me. They want to hear it from somebody else. And it's the same thing with your athletes, your clients, your students, whatever you do, whether you're a teacher, coach, whatever. They're, you look at them and you think, well, why won't they do X, Y, and Z? I'm telling you to look at your own life and think of where you're not changing. Where are you a huge pain in the ass? Where are you super stubborn? Where are you not diversifying? Because the reason you're not doing those things is the same reason many of them aren't doing those things. It's a bigger picture and it's not just one thing. It's not like, oh, insecurity, oh, laziness, oh. It's an amalgamation because us, human beings, like these viruses, we have, like, we continue to be the result of a wide range of influences. One thing didn't cause a virus. And if it does, one thing doesn't cause that to evolve. It evolves with time. One thing doesn't cause a financial collapse. A multitude of things do. An event happens, people perceive it, they freak out and then it continues to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Same thing with coaches. You start worrying about something 
and then you default because you freak out back to what's safe. Maybe you don't want to be judged. Maybe you don't want to uh, get in front of other people. It doesn't matter, right? So my question to you is where in your life are you not diversifying? Where are you not creating contingencies? So if the worst occurs or something else happens and you're out of control, you have a chance to go. Like for example, right now, all of our Art of Coaching Apprenticeship live events are still on. We're not canceling them yet, right? If we do cancel them, it's all good. We got online courses where people can learn from the safety of their own home. Right? So we've tried to diversify that. If I can't train my athletes in one location, all right, well, I got another location and it's closed off and we can use that. But where are you? Whether you're in that toxic relationship, business, life cycle, whatever, where are you diversifying? Where's your biggest blind spot? That's what I'm asking you and it's worth thinking. Just a short tidbit today, but remember guys, you got to evolve. All of you have a blind spot. All of you have to quit looking for some magic vaccine, some magic answer, some magic trick, some magic tool. As I'm recording this, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, and I see it every day on Instagram. Like, yo, half of you guys are suckers because you can post something. Let's say it's an infographic that's like step by step, and people will lose their mind. Three to 4,000 likes. Oh, my God. But then something makes you think, and it barely gets any traction, right? That's because we're creating passive people. We're creating people that just want to be spoon-fed. Like they literally want to mouth breathe and just be like, oh, okay, this is how I do life. This is how this is how I do it. But yo, you're trying to lead people. When do you think these people need you most? During times of high volatility, uncertainty, chaotic nature or chaos, however you want it, and then ambiguity. So if you need a step-by-step guide that tells you how to do everything, as opposed to just wanting to get out there and do it and actually have your hands dirty, being at the grindstone, you won't be a leader for long. And that's not trying to be rude. That's just saying what it is. So where's your leadership development at? That's how I'm going to end this. Are you just reading books? Are you looking for little printouts and guides? Or are you really getting into things that challenge your thinking? Because that's what this real virus, a coronavirus is going to make people do, challenge their thinking. Should I go outside? Should I travel? What would I do if this? What would I do if that? But when this goes, you just have to realize that all this thing is, is all it is is a, a metaphor or an analogy or a different version of the same virus that infects people every day in their life. The virus of comfort, the virus of inattentional blindness, the virus of entitlement. Most leaders are entitled They think everybody should listen to them and they shouldn't have to work for their trust and their commitment. That's the real virus that will get all you guys. All right, I appreciate you. I hope you challenge somebody today. For whatever this is worth, I appreciate you listening to the rant. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. Hope to see you at one of our workshops because we will challenge you. Take care, everyone.